what is health and wellness anyway? I mean, have you heard that and gotten confused? Like, what is it that I don't know that I need to know about health and wellness? And how does mindset factor into our overall health and well-being? And how does self-love factor into our wellness? Today, we answer those and many more in our conversation. So welcome to the Power of Investing in People podcast. I am your host, Shay Sparks. I am known to be a fearless communicator and energetic catalyst, and I am super excited to have bring this series to you, the Relationship, Leadership, and Love series since the beginning of the year, and there have been just so many nuggets about self-love, self-care, and narcissism, how to recover from that, and today we're going to talk to an expert who I am so excited that he's here, but also because he's my friend. So I want to introduce you to a veteran, a personal trainer, and now a chiropractor, the amazing Dr. Abel Sain Gonzalez. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. You know, in um, today's, well, first of all, I can't believe it's been, it hasn't been longer because we've known each other for just a few, maybe six months. And yet, yeah, and it feels like we've just, we have so much in common and we're so like-minded yeah. that it literally feels like we've known each other for a long time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So one of the things that I know in today's fast paced world, we are all bombarded with so much information and about health and wellness and mindset and self-love and all the things that are good in the world. But let's break it down to the nitty gritty in the very beginning of what does health and wellness mean? So that's a great question. I, I love that we start with that question because if, if I start, you know, sharing information with you guys and we're coming from different, different uh, starting points, it's going to be difficult for us to get into the, to the same end point. So nowadays we're seeing so much information out there, you know, videos, YouTube, Instagram, all that kind of stuff, new technology. And those things are great, but I, I have a way of looking at it uh, Let's let's go back in time, okay? Let's go back to to our ancient that they 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 used to be way more healthier than we are. Now we here in the United States right now, um, we consume sixty five to seventy five percent of the world medication, and we are only four percent of the world population. Wow, so sixty just, to seventy percent of the world's medication, medication and we are only four percent of the world, population. and only four percent. Wow. There was a, I'll tell you more, there was a study done uh, already like 15 years ago by Harvard University where they rank the top 10 healthcare, uh, healthcare system of developed countries and they compare them apple to apple. So if I ask you, where do you think we rank? Um, I don't know. What's the ranking? Percentage or number now, one through 10? One to 10. We're probably at the, maybe the middle? Okay, so that's a trick question because uh, <laughs> we didn't even made it to top 10. No, no. We ranked we rank 37, tied with Serbia, last place. Wow. So we, we truly don't know what health and wellness and being healthy means here in this country. We, we so, don't know. That. Well, I'm curious. What was number one? Do you know? It was a uh, Great Britain. Great. Really? That's yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So... We, we don't know what the hell is here. So I just want to share what, when we talk about health, we're not talking about how you're feeling, okay? We think about, you ask you, how do you know whether you're healthy or not? Obviously, we just think about, you know, how we wake up in the morning, we feel good, we say we're healthy, but we know that you can have a cancer stage one, stage two, uh, uh, don't feel it. That's why people get to stage three and four and they didn't feel stage one or stage two building. So so health has nothing to do with, that, with how you feel. Health have everything to do with the how your body is functioning and how your body is adapting. Mm. Okay, it's that adaptation process that took us yeah. from the beginning to right now, 2023. We as Homo sapiens. Okay, so so that is something that is very important. Health is all about adaptation, about um, how your body is responding to the environment, to the life stressors, to the chemical stressors, to all the stressors. As you, if your body's able to keep responding and rebuilding, restoring itself, that's when you truly uh, have health in your life. 
Well, you know, I love that you you're taking this this health and wellness and you're really breaking it down to the recovery, but also the adaptation. Yeah. You know, talk about a mindset. I mean, you really have to have a a powerful positive mindset in order to adapt to what's happening, not just within our environment, but what's happening in our bodies from our environment. Yep. Yep. So yeah, the mindset, when it comes to the mindset, that's that's I would say that's the beginning of everything. You know, it, it's, it, we we all know that when we we don't feel our best and when we have a negative mindset, our just our energy, everything is changing our body, you know. And we know when we start thinking more positively, we can see how our health, the cortisol levels go down, even the microbiome. Obviously, we can we know that when you have a negative mindset. Um, you get more stress and that stress will decrease, you know, the vagus nerve innovation. And that will, that's a nerve that goes from your brain all the way to your gut and to your stomach. That's the, the longest uh, nerve in your body. And it's very important because one of the things that it does is start innervating your, your stomach. And that will, could have an effect on your microbiome. Microbiome is very important because in the microbiome, we already know that a lot of vitamins, minerals, and nutrients are created, especially what we call some neurotransmitters. And those neurotransmitters are very, very important when it comes to the way you respond to stress, okay? And, and the way you feel throughout stress and having a, a more fulfilling life, feeling what we call more uh, happier, okay? Mm. So having that mindset, mindset and understanding that you need to find a way of how can you adapt to life stressors and don't get um this discouraged for too long because I won't I won't say don't get discouraged that's gonna happen but how can you get back into that positive mindset that hey everything's mm. gonna be okay everything's gonna be alright we're gonna go through this we're gonna you know rise up so that's very important and the other aspect of mindset is what I tell my patient is like you gotta understand living a healthy lifestyle is not easy right like you need to understand that it's not it's not an easy job especially in the in the world that we live in it everything everything is made for us not to be healthy starting from the toxin in food mm -hmm. starting from the toxin even this cloth the, the 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 washer that you use um the, the wi-fi and the workplace sitting sitting down for too long well, now we have cars, we use, we use cars for everything, everything, the advance that we have created in technology to make life, life easier is making us weaker as, human, as, as a society. So, so that's another important aspect when we talk about mindset. I like what you said about this not being easy because it, I go back to this old uh, phrase I heard a long time ago that if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Mm -hmm. If it was, e if health and wellness was easy, everybody would look like, you know, fit and trim and, you know, mm -hmm. ready to go. So it is hard. And I love that you also pointed out that the, the more technology we have, the weaker that we become. So this vagus nerve is really kind of new information that's just been out in the last couple of years, right? So can you tell it, is it vagus or vargas? No, Vegas, the Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Okay. And how can you, like, what do you know about it that you can explain a little bit more about it? Yeah. So the Vegas nerve is a, a, a nerve that comes all the way from your neck, all the way down to every internal organ in your body. And it has a couple of functions, but the main function is to activate what we call the rest and digest or the parasympathetic nervous system. That's a branch of the central nervous system that is responsible for the restoration, for the healing process in your body. Okay, that's why it's so important. Um, when we talk about the the gut health, the vagus nerve innervates directly the, the, the stomach. Okay, and this is something I teach my patients. Why? Because when you are in high stress, mm. the vagus ner nerve function decreases, and when it decreases, when it innervates the stomach, it doesn't do it properly. And what happens is that the stomach acid becomes more basic. And the, the most important function of that stomach acid is to make sure it kills any bacteria in your body, okay? Um, what happens is you start with, that's why some people, when they get stressed, they start getting sick all the time, all the time. And you have people that have your reflux, all that kind of stuff. The first thing I ask my patient is, how are your stress level? Mm. You know, start seeing all these symptoms. I just go straight to how your stress level. And the majority, I would say, um, 
eight out of ten would say they're, they're you know very high. I, I lost sure. a family member a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, I have a kid that is, a kid that is sick right now. Things mm. like that that gives you so stress, and that's something that that we see very often. Mm, so true. So as a chiropractor, I mean, first of all, I love chiropractors. I wish there were more of them in the world. Uh, I've gone, I've gone to one since I was, gosh, I think fourteen or fifteen. I was in a car accident, and have been to one ever since. And you know, there's so many people that you know. I also grew up in the generation of my parents calling them, you know, not so nice names. And yeah, yeah. I, I, and yet it's because I feel like they don't know. They don't know mm -hmm. enough, really, what a chiropractor, the health benefits that they can offer you, rather than just writing you a prescription and saying, mm -hmm. "Here you go." Um, and I love that you're mentioning about the the vagus nerve in the neck. So, as a chiropractor, can you relieve some of that, um, quote unquote, stress on our body? from chiropractic care yes we can but let me go back before i tell you how we do, we do yeah that, okay says something very important and is we're living in a society that now everything needs to be research-based now we in chiropractic have, have a lot of research okay now do we need more yes we need more but we got to understand one thing that it's the, it's the same way when it comes to astrophysics, you know, astrophysics, they, they work with the astros and, and, you know, the ether, and they work with all these things that change every year. Every year we, we're finding new planets, all that kind of stuff. In our case, we're working with something that we don't know that much about, and that is the brain. So mm. well, it's, not, it's not the same to work with the shoulder. We know what is in the shoulder. Okay, you can yeah. be an orthopedic for the shoulder. They know a lot. Don't get me wrong, but it's very simple. It's not too much. It's not too much going on. But right. when we you when you do affect the brain, and we know a lot about the brain, but we still don't know enough. It, right. It's kind of it's kind of uh, difficult to you know understand that. And the other thing is that the reason that there is not that much research in chiropractic is because the majority of the research in chiropractic are coming from private pay. You know, it's those doctors that are that are getting together and putting their own money. You know, from from the work, the hard work that they're doing, because we don't get a lot of uh, grants uh, from the government, like obviously the allopathic model they get for the medications. You know, right. we can we can go deep into that rabbit hole, but that's not a conversation. <laughs> but we know that that that's that's the thing. You know, now there is research, there is research out there, there is uh, case studies, uh, meta analysis where you can find how chiropractors uh, affect your heart rate variability, and the heart rate variability is um, beats in your heart that you have between the normal beats that you have in your heart. Like we already know that boom, 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 boom. And in KG, you can see that. But between between those beats, the heart still beating. And the more, it, it means that the more adaptable you have. So that's mm -hmm. a way that you can find how your heart rate variability is telling you how adaptable you are. The higher that number is correlated to longevity. Mm -hmm. Okay? So you do a test and you have a heart rate variability uh, close to 80s. That's telling you that you have uh, more longevity, okay? So that we know that one of the ways to do that is by the activation of the vagus nerve. That's, that's very important. Now, if you look at the vagus nerve, the vagus nerve runs down in front of the ver first vertebra that is called the atlas. Mm -hmm. So if I tell you, yes, I know because there is a research that found that when we adjust the atlas, we are activating the vagus nerve. No, I cannot say that. But it will be very common to know that that will happen just because it's literally on front of the atlas, okay? The first one that you have here. And the second thing is that we do know, we do know by research by Heidi Havik, and it was done, I think, in 2016 or 2017, I, if I don't uh, uh, miss that age, uh, that year, I'm sorry, that when you adjust a, a person, that chiropractic adjustment will go to the frontal lobe right, this lobe right here, that this is the part of the brain that makes us human, is the analytic part of the brain. It's like the pilot of the airplane, it's like the director of the orchestra, okay? And it increases the function up to 24%. And by you doing that, then the firing from the frontal lobe to the vagus nerve increases, okay? So that is something that we do know. Well, you know, you're just speaking to me specifically, but the fact that you're talking about the brain is so true, how we don't know all the different capacities that we are have right at our fingertips, and yet we're still learning about it. And that it's really about, to me, is why I wanted to do this show around mindset and health and well-being, because it all starts in the brain. 
like everything. All, everything, all of our body functions, everything that is happening. And some of the research that I've been doing in my own on NLP, neuro linguistic programming, is the unconscious, which is all in our brain, and mm-hmm. how it has the right program on how what health is uh, the standard, what the hand- mm-hmm. standard of health is. And we have that information already instilled in us. And so we get, uh, you know, things happen in our life, stress happens, and it, we get taken off that track. So, you know, there's just so much in the brain that we don't know. So uh, as a chiropractor, well, take us back, first of all, you have been a, a personal trainer, now you're a chiropractor, but you've also been a veteran. So can you take us back to, um, you know, right before then, what was your deciding factor to join to join the armed forces? Hey, yes, that's a great question. I love that question. So the reality is, is not a, a very sophisticated answer to that. I was just in school starting to be a computer engineer. And uh, once I took a class of um, coding, a coding class called JavaScript, that day I found out that that wasn't my call. <laughs> so I just, I just went straight to my brother and I told him, bro, it's not for me. I'm leaving. But I didn't want to go back home. You know, I, I studied like two hours from my from my hometown. Um, so I, I didn't want to go back home. I wanted, I, you know, I've been I have been living by myself for two years. I just got used to it. I love being there, you know, living by myself. So I'm like, so what's next for me? I'm being honest. I, I, I didn't know what was next. So I like challenges. Um, my, my dad is a veteran, 27 years uh, in the army. So uh, I thought about it. Uh, I told my brother, he said, let's go. He did the same. So both of us, we went to the recruiter at the same wow. time. <laughs> we went to the recruiter. We got there. The recruiter was so happy to see both of us because, hey, two, two, two possible soldiers, you know, we were in shape. We were in shape. We always have been in shape. Uh, we were studying in college. So, you know, ASVAB wasn't a problem for us. So once we took that ASVAB in less than a month, I already had where I was going to go to and everything. Wow. Wow. And you were like, okay, let's do this. And off let's you do it. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes in life, I think some things you got to think about it, but there's some time that you got to jump. And yeah. that, that was one of those things that I just jumped. I, I would never regret it. Like, um, um, basic training for me was a life changing experience. And I learned so much that if I had to do it again, even though it would suck, I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it created such discipline, yeah, you know, and yeah. I feel like that's what literally, I mean, I know I am guilty, but I know our world is cre- is lacking in discipline. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, 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 that's one of, that's one of the, the principles that, that we're going to be sharing mm-hmm. today when it comes to health and wellness. Discipline is, is, is huge. Discipline is huge. And and there is a, a hierarchy that I would like to share later on. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, so now you're in the army, right? And then you get out and now you're like, okay, now what? And you decide to go to chiropractic school. How was that? How did that come about? Okay, so I, I okay, so before that, there is a there is a time there that I was a, a personal trainer. Oh, that's um, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So when I was in the army, I was uh, in the gym one day and as I'm working out, I saw a, I saw a commercial about this certification of personal training um called national academy of sport medicine and mm-hmm. just same thing i'm i'm a little bit explosive and i'll just call right there <laughs> and i sign up i sign up and i start studying as i'm you know finishing ait my um the university or the college or mm-hmm. my mos my work was 25 uniform so once i get out i start um as i start looking obviously for pay, uh, clients all that kind of stuff i start working other stuff i did t-mobile for 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 a period of time like a year and a half and then one day i just um same thing i wasn't happy you know uh, it, it was a great company t-mobile at that time i don't know now but it was great you know they had great uh, benefits the team was great but i wasn't happy you know i didn't sell myself just i didn't came here just to sell cell phones I'm sorry, I came here for something else. I, I want to serve people something else. So I, one day I just, you know, told the told my my boss, hey, I'm I'm leaving. Um, he he couldn't believe it. He, he's like, what? What are you gonna do? I'm like, I'm, I'm my personal trainer, brother. I'm gonna start my own thing. And he said, you sure? And I'm like, I'm not, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> then I went to a personal trainer. I was there for I was a personal trainer full time. I would say like for seven years. And the last four, I had my own fitness studio. 
It was called Vitality Health and Fitness. Um, and I worked with patients, every every type of, of, of people, but I did have some special specialty in uh, people with chronic disease. So I had mm. people with cancer, diabetes, and Parkinson were the most common patients that I had. Um, and it was good. I love helping people that have this kind of um, health issues just because they, they don't have a lot of personal trainers that want to help them out because right. it's very challenging for you as a personal trainer. Sure. And if you don't like training those people, it could be a little bit boring because it's not that fun. You know, you, you got to keep it simple for them. Mm-hmm. But I like helping them. I like the progress that they did. I like to be that guy that they feel uh, safe. And and they, that's what I did. But then there was an event that happened with one of my patients that started um, making me ask more questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know if you want me to go to that story right now or maybe. Sure. Even... Absolutely. Okay. So I had a patient that had uh, my first Parkinson patient. His name was Julio. He was uh, brought to the uh, to my fitness studio by the wife. So when he got there, he, he couldn't even talk. He was like maybe 72. Wow. And the wife was a little bit younger. So she was there like, hey, I need your help. I research. I know exercise can help out. I see that you help people with Parkinson. Whatever you can do for him, for, do for him I, I will appreciate that. I will do whatever it takes. I will pay whatever it costs. I just want to help with my, my husband. I'm like, hey, let's let's get it. Let's start working out. I did the exam, everything. So we started working out like three times per week. Julio was there every day. The wife brought Julio every day. Um, and it took me like six months, it took me like six months to make Julio walk faster. The tremors went down. Um, he hmm. was expressing himself more, smiling in the exercise wow. even faster, a little bit faster. Well, amazing. The wife was happy. She always went to the, uh, to the sometimes, you know, always. But even, even at the end, I would say the last two months, he was walking to the studio. Like he, he lived like maybe five to 10 minutes. Even uh-huh. when we started walking to the studio. Wow. So we're doing great. Yeah. But at this time, I'm, I'm in the reserve. So I have to close the studio for two weeks mm-hmm. because I got to do my annual training. Sure. So I closed the studio. When I came back, first Monday when I'm back, 7 a.m., the first client is coming to the door. And guess who it is? It's Julio. Julio. Now, this time, he was in the same room. He was doing worse than ever. And when I say worse than ever, he was slower. He was tremor were, you know, all time high. He couldn't speak. He barely knew where he was. Like even I saw him at the camera at the um and I saw that he went to the to the store on my side. I had to like, hey Julio, he's here. So he he wasn't there. He, he wasn't the same Julio that I left just wow. prior. So we, when he gets to the to the studio, first thing I say, like, okay, Julio, just take a seat. Let me let me call your wife. Let's see what's going on. Um, because he couldn't talk. I take the phone, I call the wife. Um, the first question I ask is like, hey, um, what what happened to Julio? Right. And she was silent like for 10 seconds. It felt like it was five minutes. Mm. She started crying. She started crying. She couldn't talk. And then she she just said this. She said, they gave him another medication. Oh. So wow. Julio, he had a psychiatrist, a neurology psychiatrist. And mm-hmm. he already have was like in five or six medications. These people with this chronic condition, they, they, they take more than two or three medications. Right. So he already had like five and apparently they gave him a new one. And this new medication just made Julio worse and worse and worse. So for me, seeing how something that took me six months was gone like this in only wow. two weeks because of just one pill that just broke my heart. And I understood that day a couple of days. First, I understood that Julio wasn't in need of more medication. Right. Julio was in need of more health in his life. Yeah. Those are two different things. Yes. Another thing that I understood that health comes from within, and we're gonna talk more about that. It doesn't come from from outside. And the third thing I understood that I need more. I needed more education to help the people that I love in a higher level, and that's what I decided to start researching about something in the healthcare field, but in the natural holistic healthcare field and. Uh, chiropractic was the best uh, route to. Mm, well, that that's, wow, what a heartbreaking story. And mm-hmm. yet, thank goodness that you had that revelation as you're experiencing his, I don't even say downgrade, his just fall in, in mm-hmm. such a, a pit of medication. Going through um, medication with my own family, I ugh, it's so disheartening to watch it happen because you know mm-hmm. that it's like, just don't take it. 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are so many people that trust their doctors, mm-hmm. trust that they're, they're, you know, he said he was a specialist, right? He was a mm-hmm. psychologist, neurologist. So, oh, or psychiatrist, neurologist. Oh, well, then this must be the right thing to take. And it's just so disheartening when we see that. So what a a hard thing to go through. And yet what a beautiful thing, because then that propelled you to really yep. make a better decision for you and really you know, lit that fire, that passion to really make a difference. And now you have these amazing five principles of health and well-being that I am dying and I'm sure our audience is dying mm-hmm. for you to share. So um, please continue on, on that as well. I just want to pick, uh, piggyback on what you just said. And it's true, you know, that some, some, some people should, uh, in some cases, they, they need the medication. You know, let's be honest, some people need those medication in more sure. acute phases. But at the same time, the thing is that I, I, I try to put myself in the in the middle. I'm trying to think about what, what because I have a physician as, as a friend. You know, I have no problem with physician. I know a lot of them have, no, they don't like chiropractor, but hey, I, I, I'm okay with physician. But there, the reality is that a lot of people don't want to take responsibility over here. Mm-hmm. And that is the first principle that I would like to show you guys. You know, you got to do the work. You know, your health is your responsibility. It's not the doctor's or the government responsibility. Okay. Uh, and we got to understand that health is something that you do. Health is not something that you have. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Health is something that you do, not something that you have. You think about this. Let's say we have a jar of water. Okay. Just imagine a jar of water. Mm-hmm. Okay, the jar of water is your body. Let's put water inside. That's health. Now, on the bottom of, it, of, of the jar, we're going to make some holes, small holes. And those are the things that make us sick. That would be toxins, uh, uh, stressors, uh, um, not exercising, uh, bad food, uh, GMOs, glyphosate, all that kind of stuff. The only way we're going to make sure that that jar doesn't get empty of health is if we get more water in it. Okay. Mm. And the only way we can get more water in it is that we make those glass of water other healthy habits. In other words, let's put some meditation. Let's put some exercise. Let's put some chiropractic. Let's put some mindset. Let's, as that's that's the way I explain to my patient because you can say, oh, we can you know make sure we we um, the holes in the in the bottom of it you know we stop from draining. Yes, we can do so to a certain extent. But you cannot do anything with 5G. You cannot do anything with the pollution. You can do, you know, there's some more things, some things that is some stressors too. You know, we can train on how to uh, overcome stressors, right? And how we respond to them. But stressors in life are gonna be there. You know, family members are gonna die. You know, mm. that that's gonna happen. Right. So how can you instead of just focusing on the bottom, how what other glasses of water of healthy habits can you pour into? your um your, your yacht okay so that's the first thing i would say health is just responsibility you cannot be waiting for nobody else to do the work well i love that you say that because so many oftentimes and i've seen this in my own clients lives is that you know they want to have someone else someone else is going to save them right like oh well I, i'm just going to do what the doctor tells me and blah 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 I'll, life will be get better and what you're saying is really about taking care of literally you are responsible for you. So it has to start with that mindset of being able to say, no, I, I have to do this for me. And mm-hmm. like you said, the first principle is starting with your within. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you say you, and you see the, yes. the, that I close, you said you, and this principle, you just, just uh, what you said, um, having some love for yourself, that would be the other principle that I would like to share, there is no specific order here. They all, you know, correlate with each other. Um, having self-love, you know, you gotta, you gotta have self-love. I, I can't explain how I have done this mind shift shift because I, obviously I wasn't born like this. This takes work throughout the yeah. years. But once, uh, in my case, I, I didn't keep everything on me. I went a little bit higher to a higher power. I'm a believer. I believe in God. So I do believe that God uh, lives within me. Okay, mm-hmm. I have I have God within me. If, if that is something that I truly believe, um, I must take care of this temple. You know, <laughs> so so for me, uh, when you have such a, um, a a paradigm or a belief or philosophy of life where you really believe that God uh, lives in me, 
Uh, I'm not saying I'm not per I'm not saying I'm perfect. Obviously, sometimes I eat what I shouldn't eat, but I create my rules. You know, I have the 2080 rules where 80% of the meals that I eat throughout the weeks, they're totally healthy, grass fed, grass finished, everything's organic. But yes, I have that 20, 20, you know, a percent that if I want to do that chocolate, maybe in the weekend, I love pizza, you know, I'm a pizza guy, whatever it is, I do it, you know, it's okay. But but having that self-love, but you gotta have a bigger reason. Okay, I have self-love for myself. And it should be, that should be enough. But some people need a little bit more. That's why I'm trying to go a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Okay, why do I have self-love? Is there something that I want to love myself, take care of myself because of? It could be because of my kids. Let's mm -hmm. give you an example. Because of my kids, because I love them and I want to see them graduating from high school. I want to see them getting married. I want to I want to play with my grandchild. I want to uh, go around the world, whatever it is. In my case, I don't have kids. So for me, it would be more of a, that, that aspect. You know, I changed my, my mindset and, I, and my relationship with God. And I do, I do believe that God lives in me, inside me, um, and I have to take care of this temple. Well, I mean, of course, I love everything because we talk about this all the time when yep. we are getting <laughs> together. So it, it's right up my alley. But I love because a few episodes ago, I talked about self-love. And oftentimes people like really, they're like, oh, self-love is something, uh, you know, a word that's been thrown around, but they don't really know or understand what that means. And I love how you're explaining it because it's really putting the, it goes back to the first principle is starting within. You're literally starting that to pour into yourself love. And with you, it's about the, the faith that you have in, in a higher power in God saying that he loves you so much that now it's time for you to love you. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it all goes to me, it all works around this whole mindset, because then when you're seeing, when you're coming from a place of love originally, then that inner negative voice that you constantly have been hearing, you're now training it to go, okay, is this coming from a place of love or is mm -hmm. this coming from a place that, that that's hurting? Because mm -hmm. as we know, if God loves you, then, you know, all things are possible. So, you know, how, how, how would, you know, that might be a question you might ask yourself is how is how is it that you're speaking to yourself if God would speak to you that way? Because I'm pretty mm. sure, pretty sure he would not, right? And yep. we get stuck yep. in that negative mindset or that negative uh, loop of inner that inner voice. So I love that you talk about the self love component. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 huge right there. Uh, and uh, being honest, of all of them, that's I would say that's the the most impactful right. principle that i have had in my life you know that, that changed everything for me i did that that change i would say um when i was 15 so a couple of years back and and, and now i can <laughs> just a couple <laughs> just a couple of years back yeah. just a couple of years back um i want to go back to the to the to do the work um because you mentioned something a couple of uh, minutes ago and i said i was going to talk about this uh, hierarchy and we talk yeah. about this uh, discipline, right? It should, in, in discipline, is required. When, it, when we're talking about do the work, you gotta have that discipline. Yeah. My definition of discipline, and you gotta create your own, is like uh, mine is uh, doing the doing what you have to do, when you have to do it, how you have to do it, whether you like it or not. Mm. Yes, that's that's how I, I define discipline. That's that's my definition. I, I have it right here on my wall. It's, I have a lot of documents, <laughs> so that's how I define it. So you gotta have that discipline too. Okay, now. A lot of people work more with the motive motivation aspect of it. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you're motivated or not. Uh, motivated, my motivation is good to start to get it going, but it's not gonna keep you, you know, right. going for a long period of time. Motivation is not the best way to do it. I'm not a fan of motivation. So what, how I see is like motivation is the first uh, uh, step. The second would be having discipline, mm -hmm. but the third one when you can shift and go even deeper. And you go and move yourself uh, and live a life of inspiration. Mm. Having that inspiration, if you look at the root word of inspiration, is in spirit, living mm. in spirit. And when I understood that aspect, it's it changed. It even goes another level of just the aspect of discipline. You know, now you're living in congruency with your spirit, with your purpose in this life. And now when you wake up in the morning, it doesn't even matter how you're feeling. It's just that you are in purpose. You're living in purpose. You're living, you know, in connection with, with the higher higher power. And it, it goes hand in hand with having self-love. Mm, I, I love that. Inspiration is after the discipline. And it means in spirit. That's, that's mm -hmm. 
that in itself, if that's the only thing the audience takes away, I hope you're taking notes because he's dropping some knowledge nuggets. That is beautiful right there. So thank you for that. Perfect. So we already have two. Let's go to the other one. Uh, this is one that uh, is very important nowadays because I said there is so much information and now there is a research and today's research says that you can you uh, protein is good for you and all of a sudden three three months protein is bad for you and then carbohydrates so much confusing information I always say like keep it simple okay and enjoyable that's gotta be that way you know you gotta keep it simple just go back to the most simple thing when it comes to food you know just eat food made by God. Mm. food made by god it becomes in a pot in a box or in a bag or something like that it's just being processed that, that you should not be eating that i won't say you know, never but that's a, a rule that is just basic stuff just go to your 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 um, um fruits vegetable just food made by god food that is alive food, food that is high in frequency and energy so that you energize yourself so that's something that i tell another way another thing is like diet I don't find, follow a specific diet, but if you're going to diet, just make sure it's a diet that you can do for the rest of your life. Mm. You know, some people yeah. go to this extreme diet. I won't say don't do it, but if you know that you will not be able to do it for the rest of your life, it doesn't matter how many 50 pounds you can lose in the next three months because you're going to get 100 back. Mm. It, it happens all the time. When you do that, it happens all the time. I saw that when I was a personal trainer, I am seeing now as a doctor. Okay, mm -hmm. so... So just uh, and same thing exercise. Just find a way of exercise that help you out. I'm a I'm a big fan of yoga. I'm a big fan of Pilates. I'm a big fan of exercise, uh, weight training. I don't like CrossFit. You know, I have many people that have said, "How why you, you don't try CrossFit?" I don't know. I just go there. <laughs> I, have, I have tried it. I have tried it, but it's it's not of my appeal. So I'm mm -hmm. not gonna keep trying doing something that doesn't you know work for me. If you if you like dancing, you like going to the clubs and dancing on the weekends. Guess what? I think Zumba will be great for you. Right. Why don't you do some Zumba? You know, just right. find something that works for you. You know, keep it simple and enjoyable. Don't complicate it too much. Same thing, uh, meals, you know, just do your three meals. You don't have to keep eating the whole day. That, that You know, uh, just keep it simple. Just to do three meals, food made by God. Just do, you know, portion the art, you know, control portion. Um, and I think that's the best way to uh, have more longevity when it comes to living a healthy and wellness lifestyle. You know, I love this principle because, you know, there's some oftentimes oh, we, we use the acronym KISS, keep it simple, silly. Oh, stupid. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I'll say silly instead of stupid, but, you know, My bad. <laughs> keep it keep it simple, silly. So it's a little bit nicer, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But what I love is that you're saying KISS, keep it simple and enjoyable, which yeah. I think is the key component to most people because that's where the discipline, they fall off that because it's not, they're not enjoying it. So I love that you've added that component to it. So thank you. Yeah, because um, health and wellness, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Marathon, right. You know, so you, whenever you're going to make whatever change you want to make when it comes to health and wellness, we, we, we should stop thinking about um, the wedding that we have five months and we should, we should start changing that mindset. Uh, for example, um, let me talk about me because that's, that's who, I, who I know. Um, I'm thinking about the 50-year-old the, the Abel, you know, uh, how, how he's going to be looking at, uh, looking like, I'm sorry, uh, he's going to be working out, he's going to be running, playing sport, playing with his kids, uh, why, you know, taking medication or not. So you think about the long run, okay? So if you think about that, then you can, you got to find something that you can enjoy for the rest of your life because that's that's how I look like uh, myself in the future, you know. I want to keep working out as much as I can to, to the last day I'm here. So, love it. yes. The other one would be that this is this is a very principle. It's very important that this is a paradigm shift. That if we can make that paradigm shift, we'll change everything. And it's that we already talked about a little bit about it. It's a health comes from within, mm -hmm. and that's very important. Okay, there is no medication and no supplement that will make you healthy. Whatever you take is your body that needs to get that take that absorb that and do the job that it has to do, okay? So health comes from within. And this is very important because if not, we're going to keep looking for the next thing, the next supplement that is going to make me happy, uh, healthy, the next uh, medication that is going to give me the, the health that I need. 
Uh -huh. I saying I sharing the story of Julio. You saw in that story is that a story that Julio didn't need more medication. Right. All he needed was more health in his life. He, he just needed to give the body the ability to heal, the ability to do what it knows how to do because the body makes no mistakes. Right. The body makes no mistake. Maybe we don't understand why the body responds how it responds, but guess what? We don't know everything. Let me give you an example. Let's say that you are outside, it's 98, okay? okay? And you are in your swim, swimsuit, okay? And then all of a sudden, you go to a place that is negative 10. What is going to happen with the blood flow? What is going to happen is that the blood flow, right, because it's so cold right now, is going to go to your internal organs, to your core, to keep you what? Alive. Mm. Now, you stay there long enough, you're going to lose your ears. You're going to you lose your toes, your fingers, your nose. Now, the question is, is the body making a mistake or is the body responding how it should be responding so that it keeps you alive? Mm. right yeah so the body makes no mistakes you know and we even see that now in the new research in cancer studies the cancer research finding out that cancer is just an adaptation of the body trying and the cell what is just trying to is to keep itself alive because of stressors mm. so the new research in cancer is saying that even even the cancer that we thought i was this was those cells that got crazy and they, they ain't getting crazy they're trying to survive they know what they're doing okay so that is very important to understand that concept that health comes from within and, and your body makes no mistake. Whatever disease process, the reality is this is lack of ease process that you have. It doesn't matter the name that your doctor said that it is. It doesn't matter what it is. Just know that your body knows how to cure whatever it is that you have. Mm, I love that. I love that. And I love that we're going back to the whole, the, the mindset shift is the knowing of starting within. I love it. Yep. Yep. What else you got? All right. Last one. Um, having clear expectations. Um, this is huge, especially me as a personal trainer. Um, this is something I always uh, talk with my clients and I let them know the majority of them, how I say, were dying with some chronic diseases or uh, people that were trying to lose weight. And I, I, I let them know like, hey, what you're about to do is something that's going to be hard. And they always look at me like, they're expecting you to sell, you know, they're expecting right. you to tell something to yourself. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just going to be clear with you. It's going to be very hard. Okay. Especially losing weight. Losing weight is not a natural thing for your body. Your body is not meant to lose weight. Your body is meant to hold weight. Why? Because back in the day, we didn't have so much food. So you store weight as fast. So when the time of a lack of food came, you have those storage. Okay, so that that's that's something that is very important to understand. So having clear expectation that living a healthy lifestyle will 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 require discipline, how we say will require time, commitment, will require for you to create your crowd, your your tribe. You need a tribe, you need a community, you need people that are around you that are gonna help you out. Maybe you need a coach, maybe you need a personal trainer, a wellness doctor. Um, you need to have your family uh, on board. I would say uh, I would recommend sometimes hard. But if you can get your wife or your husband, or, or maybe both of you can work together so that you can start shifting some stuff when it comes to your kids and changing those uh, cereals or those Oreos or so, for something more healthier, there's option out there. But, but it's, it will take um, commitment and knowing that health is not a, it's, it's not static. Health is in a spectrum. And what I mean by that is that health follows the, the law of rhythm. You're going to have Sometimes that you're going to feel your best, but guess what you're going to have to times that you're going to feel awful, mm -hmm. you know? And I tell my patients that when they go to start like a chiropractic care, some of them, you know, they, they, they go, the majority, right? They go because of, let's say, lower back pain. Um, they start feeling great. All of a sudden, four weeks after they were feeling their best, they come back, they're destroyed. They're, you know, oh my God, dog, I hurting, I'm hurting back, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, health and healing is not linear. You know, health and healing goes like this. You're going to have your faces just like life, the same thing, like the store, stock market, you know, that that's just a lot, just a lot mm -hmm. of rhythm. So having that clear expectation is important because when you go to your wellness journey and all of a sudden you're doing great, right? And then you not start feeling maybe you have a day that you don't feel no energy. Maybe you don't want to go work out, all that kind of stuff. Just know that it's, it's going to happen and having patience with yourself. Um, that's something that I learned in the, in the army. The story I like to share um, I'm going to share with quick. 
Um, it was a life lesson that I learned that in basic training. I, I understood it year after in the moment I, I didn't get it, but um, we were in the field, a group of like six. We won Rosalian. His name was Rosalian Lara. Um, and we just got to the field. Literally, we just got there. He parked the truck. So we're uh, getting everything unpacked from the from the truck. Um, before we do anything, like we haven't even been there like for, 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 for 10 minutes. He looks at me and he said, Private Gonzalez, give me 20 push-ups. Mm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I haven't done anything, but I, you, you don't ask that in basic training. You just right, do the 20 right. push-ups. You shut up, I'll do the 20 push-ups. <laughs> so I just go to the floor, I do, I do my 20. And when I get back, um, I, I ask him like, um, Drew Sayon Lara, can I ask you a question? He said, for sure. So uh, Private, and I'm like, why do you ask me to give you 20 push-ups? I haven't done anything. We just got here. And he said, Private, because I know you're going to F it up later on. <laughs> <laughs> he knew that was going to happen. He knew that was going to happen, okay? So what this story has to do with Hill, you know that you're going to F it up later on. You know it's going to happen. You're going to be under diet, and all of a sudden, oh, you drink that, that you shouldn't have a drink. You ate that, that you didn't, you didn't have a ate. You didn't work out. It's going to happen, okay? So let's have clear expectation. Just know that. The ability of you coming back, the faster you can come back, that's what it's all about. It's not how many times you fall, but how fast you can recover, come back, have a process, journal, whatever it is, have a friend, accountability friend that can help you come back and go back to your journey. Mm, I love that. Uh, thank you for sharing that story. That's great. That's yep. not where I thought you were taking it. So <laughs> I'm glad you were able to, to go. Don't, it's kind of like you're paying it forward almost, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. paying it forward for your future self to F up. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So you talked about the five principles of clear expectations, keeping it simple and enjoyable, self-love, uh, everything comes from within. And what was the last one? Do the work. Do the work. Got to yeah, do the yeah. work. Got to do the work. It's your job. And one of those things of work is really about the tribe that you mentioned is creating a tribe that is supportive to you. And a, one of the many, many amazing things that you do is also have an Instagram live show of tea with you. So please tell us more about that. And how can people connect with you if they want to watch the show? If they, um, you know, have more questions, how can they contact you? So that's interesting. The, the, T-Shot with Dr. Abel is something that started, I would say, already like four to five months ago. Um, and being honest, I didn't have that much expectation of it. I just did it because I just have, I love creating stuff and doing things for people so that they can, you know, be better. And as I help others, I help myself because the guests, they're teaching me as they're teaching others. You know, I love all the guests that have been there. So it has been great. This last Sunday, we had a Shasta. She's an expert in friendship, and she has a tech talk that has over 20,000 views, and she's big, and we're, we have, like, a couple of views already. Um, so it's every Sunday at 8 p.m. Um, Eastern time. I always go live with different experts in health, wellness, mindset, um, and holistic growth. I like to call it more of a holistic growth. I'm planning to bring people, you know, more as a spirituality tool. We're going to talk about money because at the end of, of the of the day, all those stuff, they affect your health. Mm -hmm. oh, you, you, you're lacking money. It's going to affect your health. You are not in congruence or you don't have a specific, um, you know, you don't feel comfortable with your spiritual life. It's going to affect your health, all that kind of stuff. So, so it's very, very broad, but very good um, life. Uh, people are loving it. I got, even I got this week, you know what I got this week? I think was uh, yesterday. Yes, yesterday was a teacher, a professor from the university. She said, like, she told her students to look up, to watch my live recording from this Sasta about friendship yeah. and to do an essay. And That's I'm like, nice. Wow. You don't even know what I have, right? It's crazy. That was so awesome because it was a great conversation. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is on Instagram. Every Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. That's the best way to contact me too. Um, I'm in LinkedIn as Dr. Abel sign, Facebook as Dr. Abel sign, but I I'm more active on Instagram. That's my platform. So you you can just uh, look for me as Dr. Abel sign, um, on Instagram. And yeah, just uh, contact me, DM me. I'm always replying to everyone. And I have had the distinct honor of being there on the show as well. So. Yes, yes, and yes. And I yes. had so many people reach out to me um, just from your show that have been um, get 
fans of your show have reached out to me. So I am so excited to be able to return the favor of having you on my show as well. So I know our audience will reach out to you as well. So thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Abel. This has just been an amazing conversation as it always is. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the invitation. And yeah, I hope uh, you'll be back on my show. I'll be back on yours. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that at some point you'll have your own podcast. So I can't wait for when that comes out. Yeah, I I I have the best podcast coach. I, I think I think you know her so <laughs> true. so yeah you helped me out a lot and everything is everything is um in place I'm just making sure I'm, I'm the right spot in the right time to start it but when it comes to to how it's gonna be that's that's gonna be huge that's gonna be awesome I'm so excited for it and thank you so much for for the help that you gave me well, you're welcome. I didn't expect that. So thank, I'll set, put the check in the mail for for, <laughs> for, for, for for all those wonderful things you said. So thank you for that. Yep. And uh, thank you for listening to the Power of Investing in People podcast. And if you like today's show, because how could you not? And if you took some notes, because how could you not? I mean, Dr. Abel is amazing and had so many good things to say about the five principles of health and well-being. Please go over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. And then before you go, go head over to shaysparkspodcast.com. And I want to hear from you. Let me know what you like, what you didn't like. If you want to know more, uh, I can connect you with Dr. Abel and, you know, so many different, so many other things if you need help with. Uh, You know, we are the tribe for you as well. And together we can light this world up. So let's get fired up. Oh, 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 o